0: From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining. It's the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Today in the program, we're talking about one of the fastest growing trends in America, the food truck. The food truck is not a new concept, but today's trucks are serving up some of the most interesting food around. This hour, we'll talk to the founder of the Mississippi Food Truck Association, Lauren Davis, from Learny D's Grill. We'll also talk about the food truck mashup event that's happening this weekend. You can join in our conversation this morning with a phone call. The number is one mpb ring It's 1-877-672-7464. Or email the show food at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. This is an
1: MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit
0: mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about one of the fastest growing trends in America, the food truck. It's not a new concept. But today's trucks are serving up some of the most interesting food around. So this hour, we'll talk to the founder of the Mississippi Food Truck Association, Lauren Davis of Learny D's Grill. We'll also talk about the upcoming food truck mashup that's happening this weekend. Join the conversation with a phone call. The number is one 877 ring. It's one 672 7464 You can always email the show food at mpbonline.org. So good morning, Deborah. Hope that you're doing well this morning.
1: Good morning, Kevin. I am doing absolutely fantastic. I woke up singing a for real, um, song, Happy, and so I rolled out of bed just like the sun was shining and birds were singing. So yeah, I'm doing fantastic on a rainy day.
0: Well, uh, hopefully though it's um, not supposed to rain too much today. I think... Uh, Maybe a little bit overcast, but we certainly, in, in the central Mississippi area, had a lot of rain yesterday.
1: Oh, yeah. I tell you, where I live, it's, it's just really funny when it rains like that, Kevin. Literally, I promise you, you can see Noah, his ark, and all <laughs> the animals floating by. I think if you go to my Facebook page, you'll see a, you know a few zebras, maybe a few <laughs> buffalo. I mean, they're just floating down. It's really funny. Um,
0: so how was your weekend?
1: Oh, my gosh. My weekend was fabulous. Uh, Of course, I did a little baking this weekend, and technically, Kevin, right now I'm working about four jobs, (laughs) so I'm getting my hustle on, and I'm happy doing it, and yeah, so I'm good. (laughs) All the kids were um, out for spring break, and I was kind of sad because my grandbaby was gone, but I stayed busy and um, just really enjoyed it. So how was yours?
0: Well, I don't know. I I was not feeling well this weekend. I must have eaten something that disagreed with me because... Most of the day Saturday, I was not sick to my stomach, but felt like I was going to be. But uh, fortunately, well, for me, and if anyone ever sees me, they'll know this is true. A, a skipped meal every now and then certainly doesn't hurt. Um, so I didn't eat much on Saturday. <laughs> you
1: Saturdays. said it, not me, right?
0: <laughs> but by Sunday, I was feeling better. So um, so
1: tell the truth, Kevin. You just actually missed me last Monday. That's what it was. You it was-, was an
0: ache from all last week. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> But uh went out and bought a new microwave yesterday,
1: oh wow, okay,
0: so the old one um it seemed like it wasn't really i mean it didn't break or anything it was still working, but for, it just seemed like it was not heating like it had been before, so
1: well, Kevin, the microwave is from nineteen seventy eight honey, it was time to get a new one
0: <laughs> come on, <laughs> so I'm excited I hadn't hadn't cooked anything in it yet, but i'm i'm uh, I'm actually waiting, popping the first uh, item in there and seeing how it how it does it's um it's the 100 and uh, I mean, uh, 1100 watts, so it's one of the bigger ones. It's got a nice big turntable on there. Um, and um, it's clean, which my other one I kind of let <laughs> get a little dirty, you know. You some something overflows and you think, ah, it's all right because you know it's. It, except when you open the door, it's dark in there, so you really can't see. So, uh,
1: excuses, excuses, I'm, I'm excuses. Battling. One of the scariest things in the world, Kevin, is to open up somebody's microwave, <laughs> and, and they're like little aliens running around going, yeah, put your food in here, honey. <laughs> That's crazy. Nothing right. a little vinegar and water won't clean up,
0: okay? Well, that, you know, I'll say that for anyone that has not done that, you're right. Uh, I think um, lemon, lemon juice might work, but it is amazing how when you – do kind of the steam method of cleaning a microwave, it, it really can get a lot of caked-on gunk off of there.
1: Yeah, Kevin, because, I mean, it, I've seen some pretty scary microwaves, and it, and it really only takes a few minutes to clean it off, you know, and if it and if you got a lot of caked-on stuff in there, simply take you a little baking soda, some vinegar and water, create, you know, a nice little paste and put it in, you know, the oven and then create some steam, and it'll all just wipe off. And if you just want to, you know, do it easy, take a little easy-off oven, easy-off, spray it in there, turn it on for a few seconds and clean it out. So
0: So I'm vowing to uh, try to keep this one a bit cleaner. And I also uh, have, in in the meantime, acquired one of the little plastic things that goes over your food that's vented, um, uh, but it also will prevent splatters. Although the other interesting thing about this one, it's got some sort of sensor. So when you reheat um, food, you don't have to pick out a, a setting or whatever. It supposedly senses the moisture in the food and reheats it to the amount of time without you having to figure out how much that is.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a cold meal coming your way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it also has a plus 30 seconds button, which I think is good. So if you have to, if something's not quite ready, you can just hit uh, that button and it adds 30 seconds to the cooking time. So,
1: <clears throat> Wait a minute, Kevin, the old wind didn't do that.
0: <laughs> no, I really, I mean, it wasn't 1978, but it was, I mean, I, it was, you know, I probably had that other microwave for, Gosh, I don't know. More than 10 years, I know that. So, I mean, that's it. didn't, it was working. So, why, yeah, you know,
1: right? If it's not broke, why fix it, right? That's right.
0: You can waste your money on <laughs> like fun kitchen gadgets, like, you know, garlic presses and <laughs> juicers and that sort of thing. So, uh, boy, about the, the we're going to talk about what you brought in today and, and just really stunning. I mean, it, you know, your food always tastes so good, but the visual presentation is always so really good. And this one, I guess there's a a, sort of an orange glaze on the top, but it was almost it was like it was shimmering. So uh, tell us what you brought in this morning.
1: So today, of course, Kevin, one of the things that we love around here is cheesecake. And today I uh, created a wonderful, well, last night, uh, orange blossom cheesecake to celebrate, you know, the changing of season. The flowers are blooming and it's, you know, it's just gorgeous days now. And so this orange blossom cheesecake, um, it's really soft. It's not overpowering in taste. It's really rich and creamy. All the things that you love about cheesecake, it's really decadent. And, you know, since we were, you know, talking about unique street foods, you know, it's not unusual now to go to a street car for food and find some of the most decadent desserts in the world. And so cheesecakes are one of the popular dishes that you really actually might find you know, on a on a food vending car somewhere. So I thought it was a perfect way to start the morning. And as soon as I get my cup of coffee, I'm really going to be a truly happy girl.
0: <laughs> but it's um, <clears throat> quite delicious. You've got a nice... Um Tell us a little about the crust. It's it's um, like a crunchy thing, maybe a cookie crust. But what did you make well, out of the crust? It,
1: it, believe it or not, it's just some vanilla wafers with a little extra love in them. It's you know, of, of course, it's a traditional stuff. A little, you know, I put them in a the food processor and grind them out really smooth. It's a little butter in there, Kevin, uh, and I added just a hint of nutmeg just to kind of you know peak the flavor a little bit. And of course, you know you and I didn't add any extra sugar in the crust, and so you press it out, and I let it chill for a few minutes, and then once I uh, poured my cheesecake filling in, we baked it off really nice. And it's just like I said, a really wonderful, pleasant bite to celebrate the you know the spring coming. And I'm really happy with it this morning. So,
0: and then so there is an orange glaze on the top of it, I guess, Mm -hmm. because also you had some orange slices, and again, just the color and the way the glaze. You know, as I said, it, actually, at first I thought it almost was a, like, could have been saran wrap or something. And then I thought, no. But then, like I say, the glaze really, I thought, made it look nice. And the orange slices certainly brightened things up.
1: Well, the only thing this glaze is, Kevin, uh, is a little bit of, it's about a tablespoon of butter. It's about a fourth a cup of sweet condensed milk, uh, about a fourth a cup of sugar, and I cooked it down together with just a tiny bit of water until it would all the sugar was dissolved and then I added a little bit of orange juice in it and that's where you get the you know the extra pop of orange flavor in there and then once the cheesecake cooled and my glaze cooled I kind of just poured it over the top and let it set overnight and it's really and the and the sweet condensed milk is why you have this wonderful shine um, on this glaze and it just turned out like I said to be a really wonderful delightful bite for a perfect Monday morning with my Monday morning man, so. <laughs> and I think uh, Java's enjoying cheesecake this morning. Everybody's all happy today, so. The most delicious day of the week. It's Monday, Kevin.
0: <laughs> we'll tell a quick story. Deborah was not able to be in last week, so we had a repeat on, but Deborah, you can condition not only the radio staff here, but other employees at the agency. There were some, <laughs> our coworkers her. came by. Actually, the other thing was it was, I want to say it was close to 11 o'clock. Anyway, they came around looking for food. Now, first of all, I thought I think Java told them that we had had a repeat on A, and then B, I'm thinking, 11 o'clock, uh-uh, it ain't going to be around there. <laughs> if you want some, you've got to come in a lot earlier than that.
1: Well, you know, it's nice to know that people, you know, get excited about Mondays. D South Dining really, I've heard people say, you know, Mondays is the most exciting day in the building. People speak to me extra friendly, not because they like me, Kevin, but they see the food and they want to make sure they get a little bit. That's really funny, you know, and then people get like I was coming in this morning and one of the gentlemen passed by me and he was like, what is that? And I go, cheesecake cheesecake. And then he looks so disappointed. He says, "But I have a meeting right now." <laughs> so I told him we save him a little bit.
2: I don't know who you told that to because you may be telling out. Of- <laughs>
1: Java, <laughs> I, tell you,
2: I, I still, we- <laughs> I still don't uh, bring my breakfast on on Mondays because I, I I know I know you got us there. I know you do.
1: <laughs> well, I really appreciate you know. And I, I've been at a little sentimental the last few days. You know, it's like um, this really just being grateful for all the things I have in my life. And I said this multiple times, but. Being here at Mississippi Public Broadcasting, and I may have even said this to Java, really has um, been life changing for me in so many ways. Not just because the fact that it's a radio show, but I literally have an extended family, Kevin, and I really appreciate you allowing me to harass you and call you my Monday morning man. You know, that's really sweet. So thank you so much. All right.
0: Uh, We need to take a quick break. When we get back, we will uh, talk about the food truck mashup with our guest, Sherry Lucius. That's coming up after this. You're listening to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Food trucks are the subject of the day. We're going to be talking a little bit later in the hour with Lauren Davis from Lurdy D's Grill, the founder of the Mississippi Food Truck Association. Uh, And now, though, we welcome in studio Cherie Lucius. You got it. All right. I
3: was not making it easy on you this morning.
0: And we're going to be talking about the food truck mashup uh, that's coming up this weekend uh, and so, uh, Cherie, thanks for joining us. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background.
3: So excited. I'm from this area, born and raised. Um, did a lot of marketing and events in our market for healthcare uh, and retail and have been with USA Today Network and the Clarion Ledger now for about three years.
0: Okay. Um, give us uh, some background. Well, first of all, what is a food truck mashup?
3: The food truck mashup is something that the USA Today events team started in Jersey, which makes a little bit more sense. Food trucks are really a a way of life Um, and there's just tons and it's really making its way to the South. And um, certainly here in Jackson, we've seen a lot of that over the past years and picking up and we've, we kind of had our eye on it. Um, It's an event they've been doing for like eight years um, with great success, um, fun for the community to get out and do something and it's not something that we have in this area um, that people could drive to the city for um, and to our area and just come all over for a day of fun and food and fellowship so we're excited to be able to bring that um, to actually Pearl so we're going to be partnering with uh, Trustmark Park the home of the Mississippi Braves uh,
1: to hold this event So, is this going to be a food competition for the participants? It is. Yes. It
3: is. I'm glad (laughs) you mentioned that. It is. Right now, we have 19 food trucks. Um, from Mississippi, a few from even outside the area, which is awesome, just to provide um, a variety um, of everything. We tried not to double up on flavors so that everybody could get um, samples from whatever they were feeling at the moment, whether that was Mexican or, or sushi or, or pizza or barbecue or really sweet treats. So at the event, um, people will be voting on their favorite food truck, and there will be one one winner.
1: So what particularly will you be looking for uh, in terms of judging the food trucks?
3: That will be up to the people who eat.
1: So it's going to be a people's, 100% oh, people's wow. choice. 100% So Fantastic. it's all up
3: to those that are eating and tasting and walking around and looking and seeing what they like, and they will will have a, a website all set up. So as you know, mobile is what we do these days. And so being out there, people, are they'll be waiting in lines, and they'll be finding their food trucks and waiting on their food and eating. And so while they're doing that, they'll be able to go through this site, and they'll be able to vote.
1: So is there a cost to get into the event? There here? is a
3: cost to get into the event. Our general admission tickets are $5. Um, So very minimal, but then there are family or friend four packs where there's four tickets for 15. So basically buy three, get one free. Um, We also have early admission tickets. Um, So the event starts at 5 and runs until 11. Um, but early access gets you in before the doors open. So it gets you oh, in wow. at 3 o'clock. So you can be some of the first um, with smaller lines and waiting. But with 19 food trucks, I think we'll be able to supply the people a lot of great food.
1: Okay, so the other question I have about cost. So mm-hmm. once I pay the $5, do, am I then responsible for paying the vendors as well? Correct,
3: because each each food truck is their own business. Exactly. And that's what they're there for, certainly for the day, is to, to make a great profit. And that's what we hope to help them uh, make that day.
1: Fantastic. So then
3: each will be like go into a different restaurant, but they'll be they'll each have um, drinks there. Um, but the Mississippi Braves will have um, have beer carts, and they'll have that all set up as well. So a lot of fun. We'll have live entertainment. Um, from 6 o'clock until 10 o'clock with Hunter Gibson and the Gators. Oh, wow. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Lots of activities for kids. United Way is our charity partner this year, so we're super excited to be partnered with them. Um, they'll be doing um, some drawings for gift cards. For They'll have three $500 gift cards that they'll be giving away uh, to hopefully you know, make a little awareness for the United Way and their Imagination Library um, and to get people involved.
1: So, you know, you've heard of Sunny and Cheer. Yes. So, if you need extra egg, Kevin and I are available. Nice, Kevin and Honey. <laughs> I mean, we can, you know, you know, bring our. What do you think, Kevin?
0: Uh, that'll work for me. <laughs> not,
1: not a bad place
3: to spend a Saturday, right?
0: Um, so, you mentioned that this is uh, something that's the uh, events like this are held around the country. Um, any thought about kind of having a, a March Madness style thing where maybe the winner? From here in uh, Mississippi, would go against uh, food trucks in, in other regions and other, count- uh, other countries, other st- uh, <laughs> states and other parts of the country.
3: I like how you think. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's a little bit of that awareness is happening. We held this event in Montgomery um, back during the Alabama Auburn game. So, right after Thanksgiving. Um, well, it would have been last year, but just several months ago, uh, and did that. But one of their trucks is coming here, which is really cool. It's called On a Roll, uh, so it's very different, but it's for that same thing. It was a, a huge success in that market, and so they're actually going to drive here to come be
1: a part of ours and to spread the word, so to speak. So, a lot of people, really, especially here in Mississippi, mm-hmm. like you said, are you know just becoming aware of the advantages of owning a food truck. Mm-hmm. Opposed to owning a, um, and operating a restaurant. right? And for the customers, it's just so convenient because you're, you know, you're mobile, you can come and go and, you know, you, I can pull up right in front of your job. Right. And not only, you know, because it used to just be traditional, you're looking for a hot dog or a hamburger, but now, you know, you can pull up to one steak and mm-hmm. one guy, one steak yes. truck, a chicken and steak, you know, mm-hmm. and, and have a gourmet meal You know, right there during your lunch hour. It is really
3: crazy. It's amazing what these guys and ladies can do in these trucks. And to get in them, we're hoping to do a couple of uh, Facebook Live interviews, kind of like what you're talking about, getting some behind the scenes and really getting um, in those trucks and, and watching them in action because it's amazing what they can do. These guys are phenomenal chefs uh, and cooks, and they provide amazing meals.
1: Well, some of the trucks in and of themselves, Sherry, are quite incredible because they really are truly mobile kitchens, mm-hmm. and some of them are truly state-of-the-art. I mean, you push buttons. Kevin, you're talking about loving gadget. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you got this whole extended kitchen that's coming out and windows are opening and more stuff is coming they're out. Neat. And you've got, you know, these uh, really expensive ranges that they're cooking <laughs> on. You've got, you know, your refrigerators and your freezer systems. It's just really incredible to walk. And, and they're beautiful on the they inside. Are. Some of them are absolutely glamorous.
3: You're right. And we're excited to be able to bring something so new to so many. Um, I think in downtown, we see it a lot. In Flowwood we're extra special to have one guy's steak and chicken. Um, it's amazing. And when you, um, you know, want a really delicious meal at night and, and not to go out and you can pick it up. So we're lucky to have him there. But most of us, I don't think, are very familiar with that world and what it looks like. And so we'll be able to really introduce that to a lot of people with great food.
1: Now, s- speaking of the one guy, mm-hmm. not that we're just bragging on him, but we, we love him a lot. <laughs> but it, it was really amazing to me to see one guy, literally, most of the time when you pull up to his truck, yep. it's just him. And he, it, sometimes you may have another person in there serving so many people. You know, and then you never see him write anything down. He's remembering <laughs> everything. He's getting these orders right and it's just really incredible the energy that he brings the the clientele. Right. And and like you said, you know, downtown Jackson, you know, there are several trucks. My friend Jeremiah in Cleveland, Mississippi. I'm hoping that he'll be, you know, part I don't know if he's part I of your participants, but I to look. there are just so many wonderful chefs like you said from across the state that are doing so many brilliant things on food trucks. That's right. So.
3: That's right. I think it's the passion that they have for what they do because they you can really tell in the product that they put out.
0: So you mentioned variety. If you would uh, give us an idea of the 19, what if folks go, what are some of the different uh, ki- types of food that they might be able to sample?
3: You know, you'll definitely run into some really outrageous sweet treats. Um, at you know your your snow biz for sure, um, but some of the others that I'm excited to see as well is one called Sticky Lips Snowball, <laughs> that doesn't sound bad, and Chunky <laughs> Chunky Dunks. Uh-huh. I mean, who mm, I'm going to have to visit there for sure. But then you will run into your. Typical hot dog trucks or pizza trucks, but then you'll have extra special like on a roll, which I mentioned, which is very different sushi rolls, um, that they do as well as barbecue. We'll have definitely have steak, um, catfish. I mean, it's Mississippi. We had to have somebody who did that. Um, we'll also have, um, Big Bad Wolf Truck, who serves lots of different uh, lots of different items, and then um, tacos Takira La, La Reta will be there. So really, just whatever you're craving, somebody's going to be there to fill that to fill that
1: crave. That sounds fantastic, and you know, and the thing about even the burger and the hot dog trucks, mm-hmm. they're not just regular hamburgers, That's Kevin. Right. Sometimes you pull up and you have like. Four pounds of beef on one burger. <laughs> That's right. It's just layer and layer of cheese and onions and tomatoes. You're right. On these wonderful, brioche's be- breads, you know, yep. potato breads, you know, or toast. And it's just really crazy. Even the... Um, Donuts, yes, with the hamburgers, you know. So that um, maybe we'll get to yes. see that
3: this weekend. I saw um, you. You can see pictures of some of the food from these um, food trucks at foodtruckmashup.clarianledger.com. You can also get all the details and ticket information there as well. But I saw a picture because I haven't been to one yet. Um, from the sticky lip snowball and it was a snowball but then on the top there was cotton candy oh, there wow. were like those lucky charm marshmallows all over <laughs> it and it was just all sticking out the top and I'm like yep yep I'm that's definitely gonna me. get my grandbaby
1: one of those <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll get her two and send her home to her all mama the food. Right? <laughs> all the
3: real food I can skip and just go straight to that
0: so with all the different types of events that you could possibly put together why food
2: trucks
3: you know, I think for our area, for Mississippi, it's entertainment, outdoors, and food are just things that we enjoy. We're looking for things to do with our families. Um, we're super busy. Like, all our families are busy. Um, but when there's a, a beautiful day or just an opportunity to get out as a group of friends or a group of family to get out and do something... This just this just really rang a bell with us, and we wanted to bring it here because we think that the the food and the entertainment and just that opportunity to come out um, as a family and spend hours there, um, if you want to. Uh, obviously, we're so excited to be at Trustmark Park because the seating is endless. Um, there's just ample opportunity for people to come out and just relax and enjoy the day instead of being hurried um, and rushed through it. It's it's just plenty of time to sit and, you know, we hope you'll eat and then let it settle and eat and let it settle and eat.
1: (laughs) With 19 (laughs) trucks, that sounds like exactly what we'll be doing.
3: We need a 5K after that for sure.
1: (laughs) Maybe we'll work on that.
0: And also, you know, I'm a season ticket holder, so I'm very familiar with Trustmark Park, and I imagine that the trucks are going to be parked on the concourse. And if that's the case, that's covered. So if that's it is right. a little bit too hot and sunny, it's a way to get out of there. And then with uh, the overhang there, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. the seating, there's a lot of seats that uh, you can sit down and and, and chow out and uh, and stay out of the bright hot sun that's if right. it is that way. So um,
3: That's right. And you mentioned March Madness. So we'll be playing um, games on the big screen out in the in the outfield for, for people to sit and watch as well and keep up and not miss out on um, the
1: latest bracket busters. You know, that's the thing that I really love about um, mississippi sheree is that there are so many things to do mm-hmm. all the time and there are people that are always planning amazing events so there's no excuse not to get out this weekend right. and have an amazing time like you said bring your friends and family get to make new friends and that's the, that's the other thing about mississippi it's the only place that i've been in the world where you can instantly hug somebody and become a family member that's right Not just a friend. It's like you get a really good, strong bear hug, and then it's like it's over with after that. That's right. That's
4: right.
3: (laughs) And I'll say, too, that if you visit the website today, there's a a special promo code. If you're listening, jot it down, uh, CL friends. So if you buy your tickets um, today and you go online, uh, enter that promo code, and that will um, save you some good money as well.
1: Well, Kevin, you and I are friends. That's right. So we All right. should enter that code <laughs> right <laughs> now and have sticky lips. <laughs> I
0: can't wait. All right. So uh, we need to take a quick break. Before we go, remind us one last time of where to go to get more information.
3: Thank you. Foodtruckmashup.clarionledger.com.
0: All right. Thanks for joining us. Let's, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we will talk with... Uh, Lauren Davis from Learny D's Grill, the founder of the food the food truck uh, Association of Mississippi. We'll be back with more Deep South Dining after this. Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're talking about food trucks today. We spoke a little bit in the first part of the program about the food truck mashup, an event uh, taking place here in Central Mississippi this weekend. Uh, we are now going to be joined online by our next guest. It's Lauren Davis, who runs the Lerny D Grill food truck. Lauren, thanks for being with us on the show today.
4: Yes, sir. It's a pleasure being a part of it, guys.
1: Oh, thank you so much. So tell us a little bit about your background.
4: My background it was originally in advertising. I worked for one of the uh, major advertising agencies here in the Jackson area for approximately 10 years. And then after that, I helped my mother in a retail store that she owned. And when she got ready to retire, I either looked at taking over that business or buying a food truck. And, uh, as luck would have it, I decided to go with the food truck.
1: (laughs) So how do you go from retail to the food truck? Why were those your, you know, your two choices? Well,
4: I don't know. I've always enjoyed cooking, uh, really. Uh, and it, it had been a long time since I had worked in a professional kitchen environment. And, uh, at that point in my life, I was just ready for a change of scenery and ready to do something new and something different in the Jackson area that they hadn't seen
2: yet.
0: So um, earlier, we were talking about, and Deborah was mentioning how um, when you see food trucks, there you know some of them are quite simple, smaller operations. Some of them get to be really large. If you would tell us about about your truck and, and the how you, how you have it uh, kind of tricked out.
4: Well. Um, My my, my truck is pretty much known as the burger machine. We've got uh, deep fryers, oven range, and flat top sitting there, uh, refrigerator, sandwich prep table. And uh, it it took a good three months to get a good steady flow in the truck and really even figure out where everything needed to be. But uh, we've kind of got it down now to where we can uh, push food out the window uh, uh, really at, at, at a nice, fast pace.
1: So I almost passed out when I saw um that you have a burger that has peanut butter and bacon. I think I love you already.
4: <laughs> no, no. Right, right.
1: <laughs> Tell us about that burger.
4: Well, the uh sweetness of the peanut butter kind kind of offsets the kind of offsets with the smokiness of the bacon and uh it's not a burger that's for everybody. I was one I was just going to try out for a little while, and it's it ended up being a staple on the menu because a lot of people, that's the only burger they eat with me.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, what are some other things on your menu?
4: Uh, we've got Well, of course, you have the classic. Uh, I do do a, a, a house-made p- pimento cheese burger, which uh, we stick under the dome and, and melt the cheese down to where it doesn't even resemble pimento cheese anymore. Uh, we have the Sunrise. Got a uh, bacon, egg, American cheese on it, and probably I'm most famous for the kimchi burger because uh, we're taking kimchi, we're rolling it in flour, we're deep frying it, mm. and giving it this crispy crunch. And then we add a little uh, sweet chili and uh, teriyaki sauce to that.
0: And kimchi, for those that don't know, is?
4: Kimchi is a spicy aged Korean cabbage.
0: Okay. Uh the that thing where you were talking about your your truck and I guess part of the fun things or uh one of the requirements I would almost guess of a food truck is it's sort of a rolling advertisement and you really want to make it stand out describe the exterior of your truck for us if you would
4: Well my truck uh is uh with is it looks. I'll just put it simple. It, it looks. It looks a lot like the Mystery Machine. I wanted to go with the 70, <laughs> a seventy concept, a seventies a concept on, on the design, and, and we discussed quite a few options. And I, and I threw out a, a whole bunch of things from the seventies, and I finished it with the Mystery Machine. And, and the truck came back looking very similar to the Mystery Machine, and uh, I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's, it's, it's a fun design for people.
1: Well, we've got a piece of memorabilia you can have. Kevin has a 1978 microwave that he's gladly <laughs> done. Oh,
0: great. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you have the Scooby Snack Burger yet?
4: No, I have not done the Scooby Snack Burger.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So uh, talk about your menu. You talked about uh, some of the staples that you have there. Uh, how often uh, do you think about changing or, or adding items to it?
4: I do it every so often. There's a, a bunch of burgers I, I've done in the past that some of them I need to break back out. Uh, one, one of my original burgers was the sloppy jalopy, and, and people have asked that that be brought back. It's uh, It has sloppy joe sauce on a hamburger. <laughs> And uh, that's a combination that that a lot of people have never tried before.
1: Wow! So, what's your ultimate dream with your food truck? What would you like to see happen?
4: Well, really, my my dream has come to fruition in being really the first food truck in Jackson. Uh, is that what I wanted to see was more trucks show up and and for this to become a viable industry within the metro area and I, and I, and, I, and I think we've achieved achieved that with the with the amount of trucks that we have now.
0: I uh, don't remember if you told us, but how long have you had uh, your truck?
4: I'm, I'm at five and a half years now.
0: Okay. And do you have um, a set um, route that you do each time so people kind of know where you're going to be? Or, or how do you go about figuring that out?
4: I do not. I used to do lunch on a pretty consistent basis around the metro area. I've pretty much gotten away from that now and and focus more on the uh, big events and festivals al- along with my catering.
1: Well, that's the wonderful thing again, Kevin, that we were talking about earlier about food trucks is that you do have, unlike, you know, a a standing restaurant, you have the versatility of being able to choose when you're going to serve, where you're going to go, because you are a mobile business. And unlike, you know, most chefs that have to show up every day at a particular restaurant, it gives you more freedom to spend time with your family, and like you were saying, to travel not just in your your particular city or state, but literally all over the country. Sure,
4: sure. Sure, you you could do that. Uh, a lot a lot of these trucks are off fleet trucks, though former potato chip delivery bread, bread trucks, things of that nature, and and they and they do have some miles on them. I will say that. <laughs>
0: We're visiting with Lauren Davis from Learny D's Grill. He's also uh, the founder of the Mississippi Food Truck Association. So we're talking about the, you know, kind of the advantage of being mobile, but I guess there are some restrictions about where you can set up for imagine. I would imagine that, say, McDonald's would probably not like to see you camping out in their parking lot.
4: Certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the case. You And uh, most of us are pretty mindful of the other restaurants in town. And uh, we don't we don't want to step on anyone's toes.
1: Well, is it, is it not true that, uh, you know, you do have to have permits uh, to, uh, first of all, even have the food truck? And the other thing is, to, do you have to have permits to park in certain lo- locations?
4: You do. You, you do. The uh, city of Jackson offers a permit, a yearly permit, uh, in order to uh, park on city streets. And uh, even in that case, you, you've you got to be 300 feet away from, a, from the doors to a brick-and-mortar restaurant.
0: So, uh, you, you, you obviously, from talk to us, you're, you kind of focus on on hamburgers and, and different ways to do it. Do you think uh, with food trucks, it's best to if someone wanted to to have one to maybe focus on on one thing and try to really perfect that, as opposed to trying to have too many different options?
4: I do. I think I think that's the key to success in this business is to be focused <laughs> on a certain menu. Uh, and and uh, there's also not not that much storage space on these trucks. You know, you you you. You've got to be pretty concise with, with uh, the food that you're going to take out that day.
1: I actually think that that's a great formula, not just for a food truck, Kevin, but even for a restaurant. One of the things that I've noticed is that when a restaurant has too many items on the menu – uh, it sometimes the client can get lost in what's available and the other thing it can put a lot of extra stress on your uh, staff in terms of your chefs and your cooks you know that are trying to keep up and, and and then it's like lauren said storage is also you know another valuable thing that you think about whether you have a food truck or you actually operating a stand-up restaurant
0: so um, lauren are you a one-man operation or is there room for for more in your truck
4: no, there is room for more. Uh typically we run the truck with three people, sometimes four for an event uh that's coming up this weekend, this magnitude, uh it takes it takes five to six to, to keep to keep keep the truck going.
1: So if somebody wanted to start a food truck, Lauren, what would be the uh advice that you would give them to get started? Well, I would focus
4: on menu and uh always 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 talk to the health department before you before you make any move because they're going to have some ideas for you and uh in order to follow their guidelines
1: could you tell us what is um two things the most pleasurable thing about for you running a food truck and what's the most difficult
2: thing
4: well the most pleasurable thing is is like we talked about a little bit earlier is i get to work when and where i want to uh you know the the flexibility of, of schedule um now the uh, downside to that is when something breaks, hmm. you know, just sitting. Uh, <laughs> the the, the so, sometimes the truck doesn't want to crank. Sometimes your generator doesn't want to work properly. Sometimes some of the equipment on the truck doesn't want to work properly. So, you, you know, uh, that to me, to me, that's one of the big disadvantages. Is your equipment is getting banged around on, on, on Jackson streets. <laughs> <laughs>
0: As I mentioned earlier, Lauren is the founder of the Mississippi Food Truck Association. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk to him about that and more about Lurney D's Grill. We're talking with the owner, Lauren Davis, here on Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Phil here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We've been talking about food trucks uh, on the program this morning. We talked a little bit about an event coming up uh, to central Mississippi this weekend, the food truck mashup. Uh, That will be at Trustmark Park in Pearl. And now we're visiting with Lauren Davis, who owns Learny D's Grill. We've talked a little bit about uh, his food truck. I think he told us he's been operating it for about five and a half years, specializing in uh, lots of different burgers. Anything I think that you could almost think of to put on a hamburger, Lauren has probably tried it and might be able to offer it. Uh, Lauren, we're going to talk about the Food Truck Association, but before we do that... Um, you know, I love a good hamburger, but love some French fries or something on the side to go along with it. Do you, do you have some side items that you offer as well?
4: Right now we're mainly doing just, just French fries with the hamburgers.
0: Okay. Uh, that's certainly, um... I mean, that's the best uh, way way you could go there, because I I think uh, a good uh, French fry is almost as as good as the burger uh, themselves.
1: For me, there's nothing like a nice, crispy French fry, Kevin, with some salt and pepper and a little ketchup. You know, I know we're doing a lot of other stuff with, you know, uh, French fries now, piling them up with chili. And those are, you know, yummy and lots of cheeses and other things. But, you know, that traditional French fry and a hamburger, that's always a winner for me.
0: Um so and also you you kind of told us uh, one of your dreams was to have a, a sort of a burgeoning food truck scene uh in the Jackson area and you're you're well along that way you were telling us. Uh, I guess part of it is uh, due to the Mississippi Food Truck Association. So tell us a little bit about that and and how it got started.
4: Well, once once we started to get a number of trucks in the area uh uh we kind of all started to sit down together, and we decided to form this association. And it's uh, it, it's really become a helpful resource in being a one-stop shop uh, for consumers to go to the website, see all of the trucks that are members. The, uh, the links are right there for you to click on to where you can go to websites, social media pages, Instagram. Uh, you can see menus. You can see food. The contact information for each truck is right there, and um, and as far as the industry side, uh, we've been able to help a lot of trucks, not only in the Jackson area but across the state, uh, with questions and help them and, and help them get their businesses up and running.
0: So it is spreading outside of just the the metro area. Yes, sir. Um, so, how many food trucks are currently in the association?
4: Right now we have a dozen, I I believe. Uh, we actually are having a meeting later today with, with, uh, with the members and, uh, probably going to vote in some new members it, we, we, we do that in the in the uh, meetings and uh, that way they can get added to the site. We're starting to get some interest from outside of the metro area of people who want to join. The majority of the trucks are, are in are in the Jackson metro area at this point.
1: So what are the qualifications for members to actually join?
4: Well, we, we, we require to see pictures of your truck, um, require uh to know that you have the proper health permits and and past that there there really aren't aren't many requirements you know we, we just uh, there there's a a bunch of uh trucks that I say that kind of run backwoods and work construction sites and things of that nature who who probably just wouldn't be a
2: fit for the ordinance
0: Uh, When we were talking about the the mashup, we we mentioned, you know, the the variety of things that you can get in food trucks these days. So give us an idea of your members. What are some different things uh, that the food trucks in the association offer?
4: we pretty much cover the entire base at this point. We've got uh, barbecue. We've got hot dogs. We've got specialty sandwiches. We've got burgers. We've got brisket. We've got catfish guys. We've got uh, a lot of the snow cone and the sweets and the shaved ice. Uh, the ice cream trucks. Uh, yeah, pretty much, it pretty much runs the full the full gauntlet at this point.
0: And uh, if someone was interested, you mentioned there's uh, both information for food truck owners, but also for the for the general public about the association. Uh, remind us again of how folks can uh, find your site.
4: It's msfoodtrucks.com, dot com, and that takes you. Directly to the food truck, a uh, Mississippi Food Truck Association website, uh, and really the association has also become a springboard for event planners too, who are uh, like like we've been in contact with the with the mashup since 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 early on, and them staging this event just to just to try to help them and and, and pull resources and pull more trucks in, into the event.
1: So do you have any um, aspirations of actually doing the great food truck ratio?
4: Well, I actually tried out for that uh, a couple of years back, and I believe uh, we were very close to making it. Uh, we did not make it that year, and it was almost a blessing in disguise because uh, I started having some issues with my truck right about the time uh, filming would have started for that.
0: And you know, I guess uh, the members of the association are somewhat in competition. You're all serving food, but also, I guess, in a relatively new, at least to this part of the country, uh, industry. It's also you can help each other while still somewhat competing against each other.
4: That is correct. Uh, once you get into this business, it, it's almost it's almost like joining a, a, a A fraternity. We 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 all want to see each other succeed. Uh, We're always calling each other to say, "Hey, you know, I got a call about this. I can't do it. I'm already booked." So so we're helping each other out to uh, give each other uh, jobs and 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 opportunities to uh, conduct our business.
1: It's really great to see that kind of camaraderie, uh, you know, especially with the the food truck family uh, and as well as with restauranteurs across the state. Um, The question that I have for you. So um, how would you like to further uh, see what's going to happen, you know, with your community here in, in the Jackson area? What's the next thing to happen?
4: I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I really didn't understand your question.
0: Where Where would you like the food association, or the truck association, to go from here? Maybe what is the next uh, major goal, or how would you just maybe increasing awareness and and more people becoming involved?
4: Yeah, sure. And uh, I think the ultimate goal, of course, is to is to begin throwing some of our our ha- having our own events and. Um, and put and put it putting our own stuff on instead of instead of just waiting for other event planners and stuff to do it that that we could actively do this ourselves.
0: And uh, got a couple of minutes left here in the hour, just to kind of circle back and, and talk more about uh, your truck, Lerny D's Grill. You mentioned a couple of the burgers: the the Goober Burger being the peanut and bacon, the Pimento, pimento Cheeseburger, uh, the Sunrise Burger, and the Kimchi Burger. Uh, what are some other ones? And is there one that that, that seems to be a, a customer favorite? The customer
4: favorite is probably the Southwest, which is a house-made pico de gallo and pepper jack cheese. And, 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 again, the cheese is melted down over the hamburger to hold all that pico in place. And uh, aside from the classic, that's probably the number two seller out of my truck.
1: So can you tell our listeners where you're uh, mainly located so that they can find you and your yummy hamburgers?
4: Well, you're pretty much gonna to have to follow me on Facebook in order to do that because I'm 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 moving around town and uh, I don't have a permanent spot or anything like that. Uh, and and like I said, me only doing the major events and festivals now. You're gonna to have to try to catch me when you can find me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so again, you mentioned that uh, occasionally adding things, taking away things from the menu, but I guess it's it you want to. Uh, test something first uh, to make sure it's going to work because as you mentioned uh, you've got kind of limited space there and you don't want you know maybe offering something that that's not going to be that popular because of of your limitations on the space
4: sure sure that's that i would i would totally agree with that statement uh there's no there's no need in, in having space on the truck being used up by a product that's uh no one's really ordering that much of
2: now I know uh let me jump in here for a minute Kevin and Deborah. I know Lauren is being real kind of uh subdued a little bit. He talks <laughs> about his fabulous uh uh truck, but I've had not more than uh a couple of his burgers. <laughs> and uh the classic always gets me and um and and with the food truck association, he's being kind of kind of modest, but they have like Every I mean, I've I've ate off more than one of these things like Chunky Dunk Sweet Treats. You got small time street eats hog heaven barbecue truck uh, two for seven kitchen, which is one of the newer trucks. So it's all it's it's like the whole gamut. And whoever would have thought Jackson, Mississippi would be like one of the food truck, you know, hubs. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, so Lauren, thanks for joining us on uh, Deep South Dining this morning. Uh, before we wrap up, Deborah, you did want to mention uh, an event you have coming up.
1: At- Absolutely. I'd like to invite everybody to come out and join us on uh, this coming Thursday. I believe the 22nd second, will be hosting an event at the Mississippi uh, Farmers Market on High Street. And that's for the Mississippi Food Network. And that's going to be from 6 to 8. And we want you to come out and support because, of course, the Mississippi Food Network is one of those wonderful organizations that help uh, to meet the need of uh, families who are having food shortages all over the state of Mississippi. Mississippi. So that's this coming Thursday, the 22nd from 6 to 8. And we're going to have Chef Nick Wallace is going to be one of our featured chefs. And we're going to have the, the junior chef who just won you know, the major food network competition. So come on out. It's going to be yummy food and great entertainment and a wonderful time.
0: All right. uh, That's going to wrap us up for today. Deep South Dining is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Java Chapman. For Deborah Hunter and our guests, Cherie Lucius and Lauren Davis, I'm Kevin Farrell. Stay tuned. Up next at 10, it's Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey, followed by Southern Remedy at 11. We'll be back next Monday at 9 for another Deep South Dining heard only on MPB Think Radio.